Blog Talk Radio. And welcome to the Vondren Legal Hour with attorney Steve Vondren. Licensed to practice law in California and Arizona, the business and real estate success podcast. Following is general legal information only and is not legal advice. And now, here's attorney Steve. All right, all right. And welcome. Thank you for thank you for joining us. And welcome back to the Vondren Legal Hour. We are, it is Sunday. We are broadcasting live today as we do every day, I guess. And we are talking about Actually, I'm looking this up because um this may come as a total shock and surprise, but I forgot what we were talking about today. So, but we thank you for joining us. And what was it that I posted? Can somebody call in and tell me right now? First person to call in and tell me gets free a free 10-minute legal consultation. But you have to call right now. It's Sunday, 118. Give me a call. I'm looking right now. Don't ask me. Um, okay, so what are we talking about? It was about a motion, motion to, bear with me here, it's loading the host tools right now, so I'm trying to trying to get this up here for you. So it is, hold tight, thank you for your patience, it is going to be, if it ever loads, it is dual agency law. Yes, of course, I remember now. CCP 2079.14, dual agency law in California. Okay, this is what we're talking about. And this is, we have done a video on this, and I think there's a link to it in our show here. But basically, dual agency, exciting opportunities. Yes, it's legal in California. Yes, you can represent a buyer and a seller. But yes, you better do it right or you can risk losing your commission and potentially facing a lawsuit for money damages or an arbitration if you initialed the arbitration clause and so forth. So anyway, but uh, dual agency law, that's where you represent the buyer and the seller. Look, well, let's cut to the chase. My three main rules are this. If you're going to do a dual agency law, realize there's an inherent conflict, okay? So normally you're representing the buyer. You're trying to help the buyer do what? Get the lowest price. When you represent the seller, you're trying to do what? Help the seller get the highest price. So naturally, so usually you're an advocate. You're, you're an advocate for, for the buyer or the seller. But the dual agency, you become more of this facilitator to try to facilitate a transaction that's fair to both parties. Um, so it's really, it's not your normal situation. It's not your normal type of agency where you're doing everything possible. You have all of your fiduciary duties owed to one client. You essentially have all your fiduciary duties owed to both clients. So it becomes a little tricky. And, uh, you know, as you recall, the fiduciary duties, duty of care, skill, loyalty, obedience, confidentiality, accountability, all those things uh, that you probably remember from your real estate licensing courses, your fiduciary duties, the utmost care to your principal, to the person that's uh, basically allowing you to get paid. So when you're a dual agent, my, my attorney Steve, three rules for you are, are very basic in this. And, and this is not an exclusive list. This is not legal advice. General information to, to consider and think about 
when you're trying to engage in a dual agency. One, disclose your agency in writing to both parties, all parties. Make sure everybody knows what you're doing, what role you're playing, what, whose agent you're be on, working on behalf of. Get this at the first possible instance before your listing agreement, before offers are submitted, those kinds of things. Get it early, get it in writing, and spell out to the parties what you're doing, how you plan to get paid, and point out what any potential uh, ramifications may be. You know, inform the parties that you know by using me. You know, uh, you know you may not you may not get the best prices as, as if you would uh, hire your own independent agent. I know that's a rough clause to tell somebody, but in the spirit of full disclosure, pointing out all your potential adverse consequences, I think is a very smart move. It's the same thing as lawyers we do if we represent two clients or more. We let them know that you know you each have a right to have your own counsel. You each have your right to this, that, and the other. So you know it's important to get it early, get it in writing. That is you know one of your most important things. Um, number two is you want to make sure that you're adhering to your fiduciary duties in regards to both to both of your clients. Your, in, in other words, what you don't want to do is to tell one, um, you know, gosh, this guy's in foreclosure. He's really hurting. I mean, he, I know he's asking five million for his property, but you know, geez, he, he's hurting. He would probably take he'd probably take three and a half or four million. Um, so you don't want to do that. You don't want to go disclosing those kinds of things because you could find yourself in in problems with problems doing that. So so that's really important to make sure you're adhering to your fiduciary duties, not revealing confidential information and, and those kinds of things. Okay, so that's that's very important. Um, you're going to want to give the full disclosure, put it in writing, let the parties know who you're representing. And then you're going to want to basically work on the behalf of both your buyer and your seller with the due diligence that is required. So it's very important, again, full disclosure. In Civil Code Section 2079.14 sets forth the timing requirements of giving out the written disclosure. And Civil Code Section 2079.16 gives you sort of a look at what the at what the um, actual disclosure should look like. So um, that's your uh, those are your basic guidelines. Those are your attorney Steve basic guidelines when engaging in a in a dual agency, um, putting all parties on notice, making sure everyone's aware. Realize also when you have a real estate brokerage. Let's say you have a real estate brokerage, ABC Real Estate, and they have two different agents. One agent represents the buyer. One agent represents the seller. That's still a dual agent. Even though it's two different real estate agents, it's the same brokerage. So if you have a same brokerage, then you know that's, that's also a dual agency. Some people lose sight of that and, and forget about that. But you know, that's, very, that's very important to keep that in mind. So... Um, you know, that's it. You know, you want the knowledge and the consent of both parties, full disclosure, and then basically adhering to your fiduciary duties. That's just the nutshell of if you're going to engage in dual agency transactions in California to bear those, those things and those rules in mind. Now, there's a case called Brown versus FSB Brokerage, 
62 Cal App 4766, if you want to look that up and read it. But that was a case where there were oral disclosures and there were disclosures in escrow documents. And the court said, that's not enough. That's not enough. Just, you know, so you want to make sure you have it in writing in advance. And in that case, a seller basically was told he was being represented by this particular agent and the agent was actually working with the buyer and, and working harder to get the price down than he was representing the seller. At least that was the allegations. And the seller came back after the transaction closed. He didn't sue for rescission. He sued for money damages. And uh, there were some issues over whether that was proper. And the court basically said, you know, he doesn't have to sue to rescind the transaction. The broker who engages in an undisclosed dual agency risks the loss of commission. So that and damages and money damages. So, you know, it's real important if you're going to be towing the line, going for the double popper, as they call it, double ending, whatever, double flipper, whatever you want to call it, you need to be aware of this sort of tension in representing both clients because you could do a lot of work, get nothing and find yourself in a lawsuit or find yourself, find you're getting your broker involved in a lawsuit. So be very careful if you're engaging in dual agency, if you have real estate disputes, business involving real estate, transactional disputes, you're not sure things are going south, this, that, and the other, you may want to get an attorney involved. Our office is a business and real estate law firm. We can help you in your real estate transactions or in arbitration or litigation if that's where the case goes. So um, if you're a buyer and seller and the, the deal went upside down and you feel shamboozled, or sometimes these situations arise in circumstances of financial elder abuse, give us a call, 877-276-5084, and we look forward to working with you. You can also find me on the web at attorneysteve.net. That's attorneysteve.net. So that's about it, folks. That's quick and dirty. Thank you for your patience at the beginning. I forgot that this show was scheduled today, so I was running a little behind. So that's CCP 2079.14. Overview, general legal information, dual agency law in California for real estate brokers. Best of luck to everyone out there. Go forth and conquer. Make it a great day in your real estate career. Attorney Steve Rout.